Hi, I'm Monica. Hi, I'm Rebecca. It's been a minute. Wait, no. We're we... sisters. Yeah, we forgot how to do this. Okay, so exactly. Right. So we had to take a couple of breaks. Right. I got sick, so Monica didn't want me using the mic or like no. being close to it. Correct. Um, we had other like Sunday commitments to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Uh, shows as well. Uh, I think something that big I can I can uh, put to the table is that I bought a new guitar and That's a new true. amplifier. She did. She did. I yeah. was there. Very cool. Um, they actually didn't miss one of our bigger updates we that we've spoken about on the podcast. Um, we got to see Liz Cooper in the Stampede. Oh, we did. That was a lot of fun. It's been a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um, been a whole like a month whole, and a half. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I saw Liz uh, at Collectivo two days later, and I actually got to meet them. I right, so Monica signed. went to their to their concert in Wisconsin after their show in Chicago. Yeah, and I got the um, limited edition vinyl signed, and they're like, "Whoa!" And like they were like interested in hearing about all my talents, and I'm like, "Guys, it's late. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, an amazing show. We were up in the front. People wanted to fight us, but it's like if you don't move to the front, someone's gonna take your spot. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I was at the, actually in the front both nights. Mm-hmm. Stay woke. Yeah, that's, that's I I actually is. I like Milwaukee going to Milwaukee for shows because like it's so easy. There no, there's no pushing. I already said this before. Right. I think it's also like that Aries attitude. It's like, who's going to clock me? Exactly. Another big update that we've previously talked on the podcast. Um, Cayetano Veloso was supposed to come to Chicago, but the show got canceled. So that was a bummer for us. So we still have yet to see him. We would have been talking about it right now. This moment, like at 2.05. Yes. And on a positive note, we have the Wild Bell concert coming up on the 21st, on a Sunday. On Easter Sunday. And that's going to be the best way to ring in that time. Yeah, and it's two days after my birthday, so that is my birthday celebration. I could not ask for anything more. They're going to be playing at Metro, and across the street is where they make really good fried ice cream, so I cannot wait. I actually thought we were going to have more updates, but we don't. We don't. So we're going to go ahead and start today's podcast so the funny thing about today is that it snowed uh and it hasn't snowed in a while it's been cold Uh, it's funny i'm a game of thrones fan and obviously winter is coming like it's the season premiere of the last season and it's uh it snowed so that kind of went against today's theme which is a spring fling so keep in mind some of these songs are more like on the romantic you know like side um hence spring fling yeah hence the spring fling title um but a majority of these songs are very happy they put us in a mood where it's like sunshine flowers spring is coming Mm -hmm. so please keep that in mind um this is not a part two of our valentine's day podcast oh it is just so you know it could but it's not it's not that so this first track i wanted to make it a transitional track from winter to spring to make you feel that so Here is a song from a very iconic film. April, come she will When streams are ripe and swelled with rain May she will stay 
resting in my arms again June She'll change her tune In restless walks She'll prowl the night July She will fly Okay, so now he's mentioning like summer months, so let's go back. We're gonna cut that real quick. <laughs> this is April Come She Will. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel, uh, this is the music that made them really big with the film The Graduate, which is one of my first like film school films that I saw. And it changed my perspective of film and, and music and film. And I got Monica this record for she her did. birthday. Uh, no. It, Christmas? When, no, when you came Just from, for fun. When did, what, you went to Tennessee? Oh, yeah. No, no. Where was that? Well, because you went to Graceland, right? You yeah. visited Graceland. Yeah, but that was in Tennessee, but that was like, we went to Missouri. Okay. Then say so you went to Missouri then. I mean, I also went to Tennessee, <laughs> but in Missouri is where I found the record. Oh, okay. Perfect. Listen. Perfect. <laughs> I was taking a look at all of our records and the graduate came up. I'm like, wait, Simon and Garfunkel. Let's see what they came up with. And then I flipped to the like, back. Like, are they even good? Yeah. I'm just joking. Oh. I was like, <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then I saw April. I'm like, we're going to do this for the spring fling. And then I was like, wait, I had to listen to the song. And then I thought the vibe really hit. So it hit. It hit right. And it hit the spring fling vibe. Because, I mean, like he had a fling with Miss Robinson. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the Miss, Mrs. Well, well, she's married. Yes. That's like the whole thing. I know. (laughs) Yeah. So this is a scene where like he's like kind of realizing it's like, eh, I I don't want to do anything. And, you know, I... Just yeah. like the affair became so like muted, you know, it's like a, such a routine thing. Yeah, and it's like I'm sure like he's reflecting on his life, like what am I doing mm-hmm. like with this older woman? Yeah, or like with you know like doing this affair with someone who's like married. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe that's just like and, my interpretation. Mm-hmm. So um, you you guys have to watch the movie. It's really it's really good. Well, we just give it, like a big ass spoiler, or is that like the main gig in the movie? Like, does everyone know that he's like having an affair? Yeah. Okay, and the trailers, like you get that. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember, I don't want, <laughs> we didn't watch the trailer of yeah. this movie. Yeah, uh, but it, it takes place in the 60s, so. Um, so this song is from The Graduate, and um, Simon and Garfunkel, Monica was telling me that mm-hmm. they, um, they wrote the music for this, um, for this movie. Yeah, like the there's soundtrack, a, yeah, the and soundtrack there's a score, it. but right. they, I don't know, they probably didn't do the score, so. And that reminded me of, um, Submarine with... Alex Turner, Alex Turner uh-huh. how, you know, how he wrote all the music for yeah. the movie. I'm not sure if they did, like, a score. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't know if there's, like, an instrumental score to it as well. But <laughs> it, re- it reminded me of that. So this record is from the Columbia Masterworks record label, and it was released in 1968. Um, this next track actually reminds me of, like, the same style of this past song slash Simon and Garfunkel. Um, Devendra Banhart, he does a lot of just like the singing and then simple acoustic. Well, and this piece, um, you know, there's layers of like different instruments in this track, but I thought it was like kind of the opposite. It's like the same instrumentation production, but it's happy. Comiendo pera in Santa Maria de la Feira. La serie, la 
gente buena Solo goza, nunca hay pena Pa' qué sufrir Jugando en el mar, en la arena Viviendo así What do you think, Rebecca? I think I agree with what you're saying in comparison to the Simon and Garfunkel song we just listened to. I think it's a song of contemplation, um, but in a more positive, like, happier note. Mm -hmm. You know, he's daydreaming about this person that he loves um, and seeing what his life would be with this person. Mm -hmm. What is Santa Maria de la Feira? Is it a place? Yeah, I believe it's a place in Portugal. Um, Back when I started getting into Devendra, like, I looked up this place. Mm -hmm. And You're like, when can I visit? As when as can I, I go? <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. So there's a place in Naperville called Santa Maria Drive. That's definitely um, it. That's where he's talking about. Um, <laughs> I guess I got really deep into research back then, but I'm not sure where it is. Maybe it is a fair that it happens in Portugal. I remember, I just remember Portugal. Regardless, I think this is like a really good staple song of his. Um, just like anything acoustic and him kind of being channeling into like the vibe of the song. Like I know he goes a little out of character, like, yeah. you know, he does a little like a cute little speaking parts. He references, um, Inaniel, yeah. uh, another song of his. He does. That's why we like Devendra's songwriting. Um, it, it like, it doesn't have to make sense for him. Like he just mm-hmm. writes what he's feeling and yeah. I really appreciate that. And I think that's why some people are more like, he's weird, or like, his music doesn't yeah. make sense. I just feel like you don't make sense. Yeah. I mean, just look at like Vampire Weekend, like all these people like them, you know, try to, can you, you know, piece whatever they're saying? You can't. But with him, it, I mean, this is more, you can though. Mm-hmm. He's not saying pizza boxes, bird's nest kind of thing. Those are actual Vampire Weekend uh, lyrics. Are they? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I really enjoy this song. I think, um, there's different layers to it. There's like different sections of the song. Mm-hmm. And I do like when um, artists like reference like their own music within their music. Yeah. And the layering of the instrumentation and different sounds you, mm-hmm. you hear is really nice. And also, yeah, Devendra like sings and songwrites from like different points of view. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what you're saying, you know, like there's like different clips, you know, where he's like yeah. speaking or he's. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why I enjoy it. This song does remind me of, you know springtime a happier time this is like he's happy a good first song to play with the windows down i've already listened to music with the windows down this year in the winter time well i can't do that today Mm -hmm. i also really enjoy that this song is in spanish um i feel like i relate more to devendra when he's singing in spanish Mm -hmm. i think there's a little bit more vulnerability um when he writes and um i just i feel like more connected with devendra is like the way he thinks and everything yeah so i think Santa Maria de la Feira is definitely um, 
more lighthearted. Um, it comes from like a fun place, and I really enjoy it. Me it too. It definitely feels like spring. Me too. This is like a, a majority like acoustic record, so it's pretty light as far as listening. Mm-hmm. But it is uh, lyrics. You know, it could get dark. Um. Yeah. It's like I. I take it more as like a darker album. So that's why Santa Maria de la Feira. Uh-huh. The, I'm sorry. Santa Maria de la Feira has like a lighter tone to oh, it. Oh, I've been saying it wrong. Me too. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. It's Santa Maria de la Feira. When he sings it, it sounds like he's saying de la Feira. Yeah, yeah that's why. So we've been bamboozled. One. <laughs> Two. This album is, I mean, this song um, is not a preview for what the rest of the album is. Um, but it's definitely one of like the sunnier tracks okay. on this album. Yeah, listen to Rebecca more about this. So this is from the Cripple Crow album. The label is XL Records, and it was released in 2006. All right, so now that I guess we were bamboozled, and it's not about a place, it's, a, it's really about a person, the next song is about a place. So, I mean, that doesn't make sense anymore, but let's just pretend it does. This is... A composer, Michaela Grand, a song called Paris in Spring. little tune it's a cute little tune i don't think it's the best tune but we picked it for the track right because it's fitting and um i feel like i'm in a cartoon yeah i've unfortunately not been able to find this record like neither on apple music or spotify barely i guess i haven't checked youtube but i would have been listening to it on youtube this is from i love paris by michael legrand it's actually the new i love paris so there's an old one out there and we're looking for her did we get this record before we went to Paris? I think we got it after. Okay. Um, so we found this one at Oak Park Records. Mm-hmm. And this is from the Columbia record label. And it was released in 1961. Um, unfortunately, Mikhail Legrand recently passed. And I was wondering, at the time of getting the record, is he related to Victoria Legrand from one of my favorite bands, Beach House? And She is French, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's French. She actually studied opera over there. I believe. And on Instagram or on some social media, she she was like, I never knew you, but, you know. Oh, so it was like music. So I think, yeah, they were related. Yeah, some sort of relation. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I mean, had to. I mean, you barely hear that name, Legrand. Yeah, it seems like it's it's a very beautiful last name, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I've never, like, heard it before outside of Victoria Legrand and him. Exactly. So that's what... I put when you put two and two together, you know, mm, you get four. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I would love to make it out to Paris in spring. I think that'd be the most beautiful time to see. I think it'd be really like rainy, but oh. I don't want well, like... on the sunny days. Yeah, I like this instrumental, um, you know, composer record just because it's like so specific. You know, it's paying homage to 
the city he loves, Paris. And so it's just something good to throw on and then you know what you're going to get. And that's... Yeah, yeah, I think it's like always nice to just have like, you know, something... Not necessarily that's going to be like in the background, but something that you... That's like pleasant to listen to, that has yeah, like no. beautiful melodies mm-hmm. and... Um, that's just, that's substantial enough. Like you don't need like something that's elaborate or like mm-hmm. has like lyrics that speak to you to like put you like in a better mood. Like sometimes it can just be like something light, something beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's what spring is all about. All right, so I'm gonna introduce her. This is Molly Birch with Downhearted. delight that song is Mm -hmm. other than being a song about unrequited love there is like really cute phrases in this there is what's your favorite one before i answer i would like to say Mm. that this is one of my favorite songs that she's written um yeah i do agree it's about unrequited love and it's like girl just move on like find someone else um Mm -hmm. but i just think her voice is just um it's very sweet it's very um I feel like she's very relatable, like, in her lyrics. And, like, the way that she sings it, you know, she just sounds like she's, um, you know, she's singing to her friends. She's not, like, of course she's performing, but she's not, like, performing at a level where it's, like, look at me, like, listen to my grandiose voice, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very relatable. It's very, like... She's humble with her Mm -hmm. music. I mean, yeah, just the downright performance. Mm -hmm. And then I think, like, her backing band, I think it really complements her voice and her style really well. Yeah, you could... I love that you can hear in this recording, um, like, the male vocal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's not, like, it's not, like, taking over, you know? It's just there for, like, extra support, you know, to just to put the, the point across of, like, what she's singing about. But to answer your question, Monica, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite line of this song is, I could be your dream girl, your whole, whole, whole world, yeah. if you let me. I like when she says later on in the song, mm-hmm. I've got the moon, the sun, the stars, the night, the sky, yeah. the trees, the dark, the light. Like, girl, you got any more things? She's got everything. And then she says, I got my arms, my legs, my hands, my touch, my eyes, my lips. I guess I don't need too much. Yeah, so like in the end, she's like, I got all this stuff, so like, do you want to be my man or not? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be my partner or not? Yeah. But again, like, down to, like, the relatable thing, like, in the beginning of the song, it's like, like you said, it's like, just find someone else. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been there, where it's like, we've Definitely, been not like, given the respect or communication that we deserve. Correct. So, it and, but, again, we have, like, the rose-tinted glasses on, where we don't see that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you're very fixated, like, I could be your dream girl. Mm-hmm. Relatable queen. We do have tickets to see her. Yes, we're next month. her in May. Yeah. So I'm going to be wearing a pink dress because it's fitting. Mm -hmm. 
Didn't we we said that we we wanted to bring glitter and just oh, yeah. throw it so in the like, air? Oh yeah. So like um what's the song? It's not downhearted. Um <laughs> hold on. I had like this like fan this like Molly Birch fantasy of Monica and I at the concert cuz what she's playing at um Shuba's, right? Mm-hmm. Small venue. She's playing at Shuba's, so I feel like we could get in the front. Yeah. And um what song is it? So the song is Wrong For You, and in the beginning, you know, she has her piano playing, um, you know, like the sequence of notes, and like, you know, little scales, like going back and forth. I'm like, that'd be so cute if we had like, just had rose petals, and we started throwing them around, or like oh confetti, like we, something. Well, we could go to the go- the, 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 dollar store, the dollar store. Mm-hmm. Or we could just like shred paper. Um, no. <laughs> we, if, you, if you shred colored paper, that's like, that's confetti. Oh, yeah. So if you, just, like, if you put it in your pockets, and you just like, start oh, like. Oh, that's easy. They would okay. kick us out one. We wouldn't be allowed back at Shuba's. No, but do we have to go back to Shuba's? They have amazing sound at Shuba's. Like, their sound team, I think, is really good. Okay. In comparison to, like, all the other, like, rinky-dink, sh- well, like, oh. venues we've been to, the <laughs> yeah. sound is bad. Well, yeah, the sound at Shuba's but, is yeah, exceptionally better than, yeah. Um, but Shuba's Because everyone link- thinks the sound people. Yeah. Whenever we go to a show, they're like, oh, yeah, thanks to the sound people, mm-hmm. the sound folks. Oh, right. I notice these things. I, I mean, it's also etiquette, though, just yeah. to do that at any show, but... But, I mean, when we went to Beat Kitchen, like, their sound was bad, mm-hmm. and no one thanks them. No. They have a good burger there, but other than oh, that... Oh, they do have a good burger. <laughs> All right, well... That was our moment for Molly Birch. Yeah. Um, this song, to me, was very spring-flingy. Again, like, um, just the way that she carries herself, you know, in this song, to me, reminds me of spring. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think the, oh, well, no, the record has a few downers that work well with winter. Mm-hmm. And she does reference snow she in does. one of the tracks. But I think this, the recent release, what's it called? Wild? Um, no. Um, first flower first flower so that was oh, a lot yeah, more that, fitting yeah. for spring mm-hmm. um, but this is the tracks from please, um, please be mine yeah oh so there you go like that's very good unrequited like love oh wow record. lol there's a theme and um, well yeah I think she wrote the, I think she was saying that she wrote this song when she broke up with her boyfriend right oh I mean it's they're know, together now I believe that's he's the, the guy in the band time. right yeah well how, they were so they got back together I think I was Maybe like, I, they, have, they, um, they have an audio tree session, right? Oh, yes, they do. And then they, uh, I think they were asking her, like, oh, like, who'd you break up with? And she's like, oh, yeah, him. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, then, like, they're together now, though. Okay, so, like, they both, like, gotten better. They both got back together, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so this is actually from um, a seven inch. Yes, this is a single that I got because remember at the end of one of the episodes that we had, I was like, wait, I need to get I Adore You. Um, and then I got, I went to Discogs, found a, a copy and I got it right away. Yeah, so this is because of that moment in the podcast that I needed to get, um, a single that she was, she didn't release in a, another album. So, so this is the official downhearted single. Mm-hmm. So this is from the captured tracks label and it was released in 2016. Mm-hmm. You know how we say that Molly Birch is very like inspired by like Patsy Cline and like all the people from you know, oldies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think Chad and Jeremy, we can add to that. Let's play one of their songs. If she was mine, I wouldn't run around all over town. I call those other guys. If she was mine, if she was mine, I'd always treat her good the way I should. I'd never tell her lies. If she was mine. 
The trumpets in this song remind me of Herb Alpert, and that's weird because I wanted to include one of his songs in the episodes today, but I think the tracks that we have are fine. Well, good. They're fine. They're, <laughs> They're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Molly Birch, um, this is like her grandparents. Like as far as like musical influences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And They're connected. There's like, you see a relation. Yeah. And Chad and Jeremy, they're the people who sing Summer Song from Princess Diaries. Sweet kisses on a summer's yeah. mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So that's why I, I pulled this one out because I was like, you need to listen to more of their music. And this is good for like a little spring fun mm-hmm. yeah. little jam. Appreciate your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and Because you don't know who's going to snatch her up or snatch yeah. him up or snatch them up. Yeah. Um... This song also reminds me of, just like the title, the titles remind me of each other. Um, You're Gonna Lose That Girl by the Beatles. Yeah, same energy. Same energy. It's interesting that we have two male partnerships in this Mm -hmm. song. We have Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, this is so interesting. You know, stuff like that. I think like Chad and Jeremy, like they could have like come up with a different name, no? Um, Like Chad and Jeremy. No, well, because that's their name. I'm gonna Google them to see how they look like. So they do look like the Beatles. Um, both got like the mop top kind of hair, the suit and tie. Mm-hmm. Although parents did recommend their children to listen to them because like, you know, they were good boys. Um, yeah, you totally get that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like kind of like the beach boys, but like a duet, mm-hmm. you know, like the same, you know, oh, I, I let my daughter listen to this music. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> um, but I mean, this song is nice. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the other side is actually the main single, Willow Weep for Me. I believe that's, you know, the, um, you know, this is just side B. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the song called? <laughs> the song is called If She Was Mine. Mm-hmm. This is also a seven inch single. Um, it is from the World Artist Record label. It was released in 1964. All right. We just have one more 60s song. Then a friendly little butterfly flew around me till he caught my eye. He whispered in my ear Go chase a moonbeam Across a meadow And wrap a rainbow Around your heart Then find a bluebird To sing a love song And to the butterfly and when I gave his advice a try why it wasn't very long till I found there was love all around for me the song is like about opening yourself up to love and I think yeah. spring is a lovely time for that exactly not, I listen- not just love for another person but love for yourself like it's no longer cold it's no longer wet mm-hmm. wear sandals live your best life <laughs> Yeah, I was... Get a pedicure. Yeah, before you have that stuff, like, out to the open. Please. 
Um, like I was saying, <laughs> I was listening to the song with the windows down, um, like two days ago when it was sunny. So that's why I was like, we need to bump this. Mm-hmm. And we, we've had Jerry Vale mm-hmm. on, uh, the podcast before, but now this is a different song. Of yeah. course. I just like this one too, specifically because he's talking to a butterfly and I like butterflies. We like, we're a butterfly standing household. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the information for the song? So this record is called Jerry Vale's Greatest Hits. The song is called Go Chase a Moonbeam. It's from the Columbia Record label and it was released in 1961. I think a lot of the songs from the 60s we've featured on this episode and throughout the podcast, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're more romantic um, themed and we've kind of associated that with more of the springy because, you know, they're upbeat and mm-hmm. I think it's just a different way of looking at love, you know, generationally. Yeah. But uh, our next two songs are contemporary songs that we really like. So here is Dreamland by Wild Bell. My favorite line in the song is shine on may your dreams come true um because we need to have that reminder mm-hmm. like keep going like let your light shine yeah so i think i remember from an interview that they did was that there's a reggae song by the name of dreamland and natalie would listen to it when she was younger and i think that left like a real big impact mm-hmm. on her so i think that's what inspired um, this record and the title, the, uh, yeah, Dreamland. For, yeah, for them to choose it. Um, mm-hmm. The Marsha Griffiths version, I believe. That's the one they liked. This record was released at the time when I was graduating college, so I associate that this record, all the tracks, with just being around that time. Oh, you know what also happened around this time? Hmm. So this record was released, I think, the week of your birthday. We were going to see them at Record Store Day yeah, we in, did. in Wicker Park, and... Um, I told them it was your birthday. They're like, whose birthday is it? So I, I got like, you mm-hmm. in. I was like, me. And then so Monica has <laughs> like, like a happy I, birthday. I still have to frame the poster that they signed. Mm-hmm. And it says happy birthday, Monica. Yeah. So that that is a very fond memory. And I think of that when I think of the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think like the, the CD came out or like the record came out the day before their record store day performance. Yeah. And there's people in the crowd already singing the lyrics. Where, like, yeah. You already know the songs. Yeah. Like this that girl's was really like, funny. oh my God, it's my favorite one. Like, <laughs> How? Like, like and it was like coyotes too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like I'm looking at the sound levels and like we just got so loud. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Sorry for your ears. So this track that we just played, um, I think of it as a really good sun coming down song. 
So I was thinking of like planning the track list as like, you know, how, how to start a day. So this would have been the last one, but we wanted to end it on like a pumped up note. It's like a sun salutation, a moon salutation. Yeah. So this next song is Diamond Rings by Tennis. told the story of how we got the vinyl right i was at the show oh i was at the show um with just elena and patrick just and there's just the three of you <laughs> yeah i was the only person there and she showed up she's like okay <laughs> i took a picture of the merch table um and then the vinyl was in it and rebecca was like i want that girl and she sent a picture of an even zoomed up yeah version it was funny a picture of the record of mm-hmm. this record that she wanted and so this record came out in 2017. This is actually an EP, We Can Die Happy. Yeah. The song is called Diamond Rings. Label is Mutually Detrimental. Got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Even I, everything that they're associated with, it, like everything, like their lyrics, like their record label title. Well, I don't know if they own it, but like mm-hmm. everything, like they only, profound words only, intellectuals only. Right. Um, but I was saying, so this song, this album was re- released in 2017 and I'm really digging it now. Like I didn't care for it that much yeah, in 2017, mm-hmm. but I'm really loving it now. And it, we weren't ready for it. I think that's what it was. Like I wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah. I can only speak for myself, but yeah. I wasn't like, no, ready. I wasn't either. I mean, I, I listened to it. to it, but now I, I vibe. Mm-hmm. And, um, this song like puts me in such a good mood. Mm-hmm. I think it's her like little yells in the song. That's, we like, never heard that from her before. Yeah. You're right. Like she doesn't have like any sort of like that kind of like noise mm-hmm. in any of her in any of her yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Devendra does, and I think that's why I really like like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this song just make, puts me in such a good mood, and um, I think it's also one you know opening yourself up to love. Um, well, what specifically like do you like? And I think with? I think I really like her like um, her wordplay. Not her wordplay. Um, well, their the wordplay, because we don't know who writes what. Like, cause, yeah. like they said, um, one would start a song and then the other would finish it, even or without... Vice, yeah. yeah, vice versa. Yeah, so... Um, I just think, I really like the chorus parts. I think that's, like, the more, like, dancey part. Mm-hmm. It just motivates me to get to work, to get to the coffee shop I like going to. It just gets me where I need to go. Perfect. And um, so, yeah, so it's the chorus. Uh, a little bit before the chorus, she's, I'm waiting on you to make my heart move. Ooh, I like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, get your heart rate going. Yeah. Get caffeinated. There, there. She's always um, singing about what's the song? Is like um, recorded by the needle of an EKG. Mm-hmm. What about that? that no, that kind of reminds feeling. me of that. Like uh-huh. she likes to. They like to write about the heart. Mm-hmm. Anatomically. Atom. In a, yeah. And in an, 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 no, no. Anatomically. 
in an atomic or anatomically anatomically like they're like not wait. atoms anatomically <laughs> like yeah, anatomy this, this is why i'm not i i'm an artist <laughs> um and also like the part where you go like "Ooh, baby i'm waiting for the magic Mm-hmm. It reminds me of that one song, Do You Believe in Magic? Specifically the <laughs> Ali and AJ cover version. <laughs> so yeah, just spring feeling all around. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. We wish you a happy springtime. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram because we're going to try to be better at posting and yeah. like taking pictures of the vinyl, uh, showing you the artwork. We promise, okay? S- stuff like that. And then, yeah, please find us on Apple Podcast and... Or, you know, I don't know how you guys are listening to us. Rebecca is the one who usually does Okay, so end. let me just say it. So you can listen to us on Apple Podcast and on SoundCloud. And we'd like to mention, you know, with the weather warming up and, you know, with lineups coming out for summer concerts and festivals, please be sure to say hi if you see us. Um, we're really nice. We're just shy. Yeah. Again, thank you for listening and have a great week. Yeah.